Hey, Narfi. Our level sounded good. Oh, wow. We're off to a good start. So we're, we're very, live. Very All right, Trons. We're heading into the home stretch. Week. Wait, 11 is coming up. Or is it 12? 12. Uh, 12 there's 12. no way. There's no way. Of there's no way you can know. Week 12 is coming up. And I'm, I've made the playoffs already, just for the record. So have you, Anton. So we'll see how that goes. Congratulations, Nerf. Thank you. This is like a twice in a decade achievement for me. So I'm, I'm quite proud. I assume you consider me the greatest threat to your potential championship run. Is that correct? I consider you no threat whatsoever. Did you see my recent activity as of like an hour ago? Uh, let's see. Let me pull it up. No, I made I a league winning move. Do you have anything tonight? Oh, the Antonio Brown flyer. Rumors are happening. I mean, you had to drop a player who might not play again to get him, so I don't think it's that big a gamble. So you're saying it's no downside, all upside? It sounds like a great move. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying you get no credit for taking some big risk by dropping O.J. Howard, who it's not clear that he wants to play football. I was, go I was currently starting him. I'm not currently starting a tight end right now, so I may need to address that. That's just because your team is very marginal. So before we get further in the podcast, I do have to admit something to you. What's that? This, I'm pretty sure, is the first ever podcast where I am not sober recording. Wow. I came from a work happy hour. I've had yeah. at least four Miller Lights, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, at least four at most how many? Like, what's the range? Um, it's probably four. I remember ordering four. Okay, that's exactly what you tell the cop when he pulls you over, right? I'm not, first of all, I'm, I, not, I'm not driving. I'm podcasting. You can't do both at the same time. Um, so what, um, what kind of deep truths are you prepared to admit that you wouldn't normally admit when you're sober? Like, do you secretly actually have love for your own child? Oh, hard pass. Um, by the way, at the alumni game, which I will happily recap for all the listeners listening including you who chose not to come yoni completely agreed with me yoni said so i had said to hudson anything below eight is terrible yoni said i gotta drop it to three but anything below three is terrible so he agrees and yoni's like the chief parent in this podcast wait are these are ages these are ages of child so according okay. to yoni anything below three years old is terrible and not I mean, deserving of love narf i I don't dis don't don't get me wrong. I don't disagree with you that children are inherently terrible and undeserving of love, but I'm free to say that as I don't have one. I'm just giving the real talk that other parents can't give. Everyone agrees with me. Everyone feels the same way. Why do you think that you're so free to express these dark thoughts that the rest of us are not? Potentially, it's the four Miller lights. Potentially, it's just how I am. I don't know. I see. Now, uh, do you think that you would love your child if your child were better? When she turns three, I will love her. If Yoni's right. If not, I'll hold out till eight. How long, how long till she turns three? I actually have no idea how old your child is. That's fine. You've never met her. Um, she's currently one and a half, so she's halfway there. So you think in another year and a half, you, she might have be deserving of some amount of love from you. That's the hope. Let's podcast then and we will find out. Okay. But if she were better, would you love her now? She's good now for one and a half year old. You just, there's like, 
the ceiling of how good you can be a one and a half year old is still terrible. There is no redeeming there, value. There's no upside. Like, I mean, I, I have a few clients who disagree with you, but other than that, you're right. I, I'm, I'm not sure what she could be doing better. I mean, well, she could not be screaming. She, she could be older. That, that's true. Maybe she'll work on that. I All right. I mean, look, I, I think on the on the range of league reactions to your appalling attitude toward fatherhood, I, I, I don't judge you that harshly. Thank you. I, I don't think anyone. I think everyone knows I'm right and agrees with me on this. Glad like, that you're that at least somebody is speaking truth to power. So. So, do you know, so I invited Noah to the alumni game. He was unemployed at the time. He had plenty of means and resources and time to come, but he chose not to. Do you know why? Because he has a child? Because he has a child and didn't want to leave his wife alone with a child for the weekend. So that now sounds why, terrible. Not being able you, to go hang out with your best friend, Narf, and play some Goldtimate sounds like you should want to do that and you should be able to do that. If you really, really wanted Noah to come, though, why didn't you threaten his new job at Narf around? First of all, I mean, I don't want to threaten his job. I want him to have the job. That way I get my referral bonus and me and Noah hang out and it jeopardizes your and Noah's relationship, which I know you hate because you're jealous of me. And it's, it's all win. But you could have said, you could have said, I won't get you the job if you don't come to the alumni game. But he'd already been offered the job. I don't have that mm. kind of power. That doesn't I mean, make maybe, maybe I could. Maybe if I just played his team a couple of podcasts or so, maybe he wouldn't have the job anymore. I don't know. Okay. Um, so I, I don't want to belabor the point by which I mean, I don't want you to talk about the alumni game anymore. So uh, I think we should just do a whip around. I'm going to ask you about the different factors of the weekend. I want you to rate them from one to six. Okay, are you ready? This is weird, but sure. I'm supposed okay. to be doing the, the asking. All right. So uh, uh, cast of characters who, who actually showed up and, and you spent time around one to six. Mm, am I including the people I knew were showing up or the people that surprised me? All, all everyone. Mm, six. Six. No, wow, no, okay. no, no, it didn't show. So I'll give it a five. All right. Uh, well, who was the, who was the weekend MVP? Hmm. Four. No, who was the weekend MVP? You said this I'm rating not, everything one to six. I would like you to, to say a name for this one. I some of the will, questions would be will different from some of the other Lionel. questions. Lionel, wow. Lionel's okay. no-look ultimate throws are legitimately extremely impressive. I can't tell you how little I was asking about Frisbee. Um, who was the weekend LVP? Lionel. Okay, fair enough. Uh, casino, one to six. Casino experience. Lionel. Okay. Uh, Did Frogger's, not let us go. Frogger's cooking on a scale of uh, vomit to refried vomit. Uh... He did not cook, so I guess that counts as just vomit. <laughs> uh, Frogger we'll made it. us a delicious cheese plate, by the way. We'll accept that. Um, yeah, we've already discussed the pretentiousness of the leaf wrapper. We don't have to get into it here. This is not a you food pod. You would have fucking loved that cheese. Yeah, you're probably right. Who am I kidding? Um, anyway, I, I, am, I, do, I do miss some of you and seeing some of you in person. It's a shame fun. you had the option to do that. No, it's not a shame I had the option to do that. It's a shame I had I didn't elect to do it. You're saying that's that's just fine. A, 
That's fine. Just to correct you pedantically. So I will say that one of the things that came out of that was Yoni is going to work hard to do one more shot at a live draft this, this spring. Not spring, summer, fall. But we know how it'll go. Were you just reading that from last year's podcast, or is that new? That's new. Because we haven't tried okay. it. No, it's been at least a year, if not two, since we've really tried. Yoni is committed to like, really trying. I feel like going into this summer, it, the story was Yoni's really going to try to make it happen this year. Find, find me evidence of that. It's been a couple of years. Anyway, right. Anton, have, did you watch yeah. the most recent all-time Philadelphia sports achievement? Amazing? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. You're going to have to tell me more. Last night, first quarter, catch and shoot oh, from the corner. Yeah, Simmons Simmons hit his first three from it's the right corner. One for seventeen. One for seventeen, yes, sir. And he his stroke looked good. And he did it when there was a defender within like twelve feet of him, which and, is really and the promising. defender closed. It wasn't even that wide open. It was just a no hesitation. No, it was wide open. The I defender mean, closed from the key to Kind of waving his hand from five feet away at him. Fine. Yeah. It, was, it was his first made three in a competitive game in over four years, I saw. I'm happy for him. If, if, if he can hit corner threes, that whole offense changes. I, he yes. can't. If he can he hit can't. any jump shot, the whole offense changes. Yeah, I haven't uh, actually been watching as much as as I meant to this year. Have you been watching all the Sixers games? No, I really haven't either. I, I paid for the league pass, so I paid like fifteen bucks a month to get them all. But I, I've watched maybe three or four so far, and I don't know. They've had twelve, I think, thirteen maybe. Yeah, I I was like I watched the first couple and then I immediately stopped. Uh, the thing is, like, as much as I will root for the Sixers, um, and I, I like I like some players on the team. I I just really liked the players on last year's team and the year before much better. Like, they, they kept all the players I don't really like and got rid of the players I do, other than Embiid. You mean you love Jimmy Butler? I really love Jimmy Butler in the playoffs. <laughs> Jimmy Butler was our best player in the playoffs. He was very good for us. And he's, look at Miami this year. It was him and JJ and TJ and Covington and Dario. We've gotten rid of everyone, and I don't like Ben Simmons, and I don't like Tobias Harris. And Al Horford and Josh Richardson are okay so far, but they're unproven to me as people and players. Mm. Uh, it sounds like you're upset that they got rid of the white people. Um, JJ and TJ and Dario. I guess you could, you could frame it that way. Um, I did frame it that way. I don't know if it would be true. Are you excited to battle Hudson in the trial of the century, though? Uh, he, it sounded like that's not, so, well, I, I, I don't, I, maybe I misunderstood, but when you proposed it to Hudson, it sounded like, yeah, totally. Except the parts of a, being a lawyer that I'm good at are the parts that don't involve that or what you would normally think of a, a lawyer doing. But under that characterization of being a lawyer, I'm a super good lawyer. That's basically Hudson's position, right? Yeah, but then he said he's still a better lawyer than him. Like, if you just expand your definition of what a lawyer is to include the things that I do, then I am very good at it. I wasn't. I don't think it was expand to the things that he does. I think it was like, what's the opposite of expand? Contract to exclude the things that you do. Uh, I see. I see. Um, no, I, I would be. I, I would be happy to. 
I don't know what we would have it about. I let me let me ask you this because I we still haven't picked the league punishment. As, oh yeah, as you may know. I just assume the winner would choose because obviously it'll be me. Well, so I'm really I I know I dragged my feet on this, and now I I I don't know if it's right to do it this late in the season. Do you think it's still okay to vote? Because we're gonna vote a bunch of them in, and the winner's still gonna choose. Uh, I'm fine with it because I'm not gonna lose. Did did we have submissions? Like, do we have enough submissions to vote on? I think, I mean, that was the problem. I really didn't have enough submissions. I think if I go back and and gather absolutely everything, we'll there was maybe like five, six. Yeah, and some of them were bad. Yeah. So I don't think anyone will complain with us voting now. But I guess when they hear this podcast, they can tell me what they think. It's been a pretty well, drama Vigo, free. Vigo's not going to listen or vote anyway, or do the punishment. So I'm not really sure why it matters when you think about it. Fine. That's that's absolutely fine. Maybe Vigo should do the mock trial against Hudson. Would that imply Vigo listened to a podcast or cared? Have you tried to get him on the pod this year? Multiple times via email Where? and text message. There, that's the other thing about the alumni game, which I know you don't want to hear about. There was a strong like Vigo's time in this league is up like sentiment going on. Really? We were having active conversations between Randall, Frogger, or an unnamed Neutron to join the league. Interesting. Unnamed Neutron. Well, the like, problem was we don't think Randall cares or wants to do it. Yeah, I, I think don't that think it would be good for Frogger's relationship to the league to be in the league. I think it's better he's a fan. He's a much better as a fan. And then we don't know who the other Tron would be. I don't know any other Trons. That's the problem. I think it would have to be Reptar. We already have a Reptar-themed name. So, uh, it's been a relatively drama-free season for the league. Would you agree? Well, yeah. Fuse has been quite inactive on the social medias and the the group chats. Do you think it's because his team is bad? Um, I don't know. Do you? His team's not that bad. Well, first of all, what is his team name? I don't get it. Uh, Am I supposed stopped. to get it? Uh, <laughs> uh, Narf, I don't think you specifically are often supposed to get anything. Um, his team name is some. It, it used to be something about Gardner Minshew, right? And uh, then it's I I don't even know. Big Chew Tuxedo Football. Is it a tuxedo? I can't even tell. I mean, it's a person with a tuxedo. Oh, it is a tuxedo football. Yeah. It may be the image is something to do with I don't, I don't care. Um, I don't know. That's the correct. That is the correct response. Maybe Fuse just matured in his life. Um, and between that and Lamb Chop's world travels and not non-trolling, yeah. I mean, is it fair to say it's been boring? Do we need a new villain? Uh, well, it's tough because we have two such good ones. They've just both been uh, out to lunch. Yeah. Gosh, I, I could have them cool. on a podcast together and see who can top the other one. I think the last time we tried to make that happen, Lamb Chop refused. Is Lamb Chop back in America? Uh, yes. He's either back or j- about to be back imminently. Okay. I should know this. I only sometimes pay attention to the things he says in Tron Chat. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if Tron Chat still existed. Oh, Tron Chat's going strong. You know what's, you know what's pretty cool these days? Narf and Noah get around Slack chat. Get around, get around Slack chat. How about that? How about that? 
Um, I told you about my my putrid experience with your company, right? You haven't had an experience yet. First of all, let's call well, it Noah. Right. Let's just so, call it Noah's company. He takes okay, blame so, for this. So, so all, all I can tell you is one consumer story, but I I had a genuine need for your company's services, and I looked into them, and at every turn, I I had a shitty experience that discouraged me from actually using your company. So, so name. I like feel one like thing. I feel like that's a bad business model. Uh, the app is high is unusable. There's like it's not the best. There's like slightly gray text on white background that you can't notice. Um, I haven't noticed there, that, so I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I sent you a screenshot. Uh, I don't pay attention to the stuff you send. It's really really awful and not confidence inspiring in any way. And I okay. So, so you don't it. like the design of the app, the design of the app and the website, and just like nothing about the customer experience was helping me get over the the you know whatever initial transaction costs of risking trying something new. So, did you end up reserving a car for your Thanksgiving travels? Yes, I did with one of your competitors. Well said, with Turo. No, Turo's uh, no. not in New York, I don't think. Less, less direct. Uh, I Oh, uh, Enterprise Car Share is what I used. How inconvenient is that going to be? Uh, super convenient. It's both cheaper and closer to my house. How are you going to get the car, though? I'm going to walk to the car and then enter it with my body. Well, how do they do, like, key exchange? Are the cars unlocked? I actually don't know. It's like Zipcar. It's a card that you scan on the car. Do you have a, the card? Yeah. But if you didn't have the card, it would be a problem. You're right. If I was not a user of this service, I would have trouble using the service. Or if you decided to sign up for an account and use the service the same day, it would be an issue. I believe I could still do it with my phone through their app, okay. which uh, uses contrasting colors to display text. Regardless, I know that it kills you inside that Noah is closer to me than you now. And takes life advice from me and not you. Um, well, I didn't give him life. I think my life advice was actually to go to your company, if I remember. You told him to follow the NARF? Uh, well, I think at least when it came down to a choice between NARF around and something else that sounded even worse, I told it's him Instacart. to go to... Yeah, I knew it was some combination of two words from other companies' names merged yeah. together, like Instacart or Lamb Chop. So Noah started yesterday, and it's going swimmingly so far. Yeah, do you guys have hot internal Slack sex? We haven't been on a work, like, actual call yet together, but I think it's going to happen. And we'll see if, like, do you think I can keep a straight face? Can he keep a straight face if I talk? Hey, would you like to be on the podcast, no. wife of mine? No. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't know if you can hear her. I could definitely hear that. So whether she wants or not, she is on the podcast. And she cannot lawyer her way out of that. <laughs> Do you want to come on the podcast? No, I don't. Come here. I'll answer all your questions. I want to make fun of your equipment. <laughs> well, come over here and make fun of his equipment. Uh, this is gold. Uh, by my equipment, I wanted to be clear to all the listeners that she meant my penis. 
Okay. okay, so what I have here is uh, one Diggy website's uh, playoff odds predictions for our fantasy football league. Would you like to hear about these numbers? I would love to hear about it, but can I make one casual observation first? I don't think you can make casual observations. All your observations seem to be very emotional and serious. True. I'm just going to point this out. If you go okay. to the standings and, yes. you, and you filter by points scored. I'm in, I just went to the standings. And I'm now filtering by points scored. So who are the top two teams? You and Lamb Chop. Now, open a new tab and go to pleasewhy.com. Let me know when that's happened. That's a domain name I own and operate. I believe you. Okay, yeah. Let me know who are the top two teams from the preseason, categorized as elite, in order. Uh, Narf and Lamb Chop. Oh, is it's that a coincidence? It's the same two teams. I don't think so. Uh, Narf, who is the uh, third team in points scored? That was not part of the casual observation. It was the top okay, two. But, but it was the top now, two. But now I'm making a casual observation. Who, who, is, who is the third team in, in points scored? Um, it would be Hodor, Yoni's hero Hodor. Okay, and is there any member... Uh, of the league who uh, actually still participates in the league that is ranked below Yoni in your rankings? I will plead the fifth by the advice of Hudson, my lawyer. <laughs> um, the answer is no, and you need a better lawyer. So uh, this is actually the first time I remember not being able to bitch about shitty luck because I admit I've had very, very decent luck this year with matchups. Yeah. Um, you're not going to give me credit for getting one and two right. You can't just say it. I'm not because over like eight seasons of getting them exactly completely wrong, you know, you'll finally typewrite the works of Shakespeare one year. Okay, fine. So, so read me your playoff odds. Okay, so I actually have my doubts about this because uh, I don't think it's an actual Monte Carlo simulation or however it normally does. So basically, this says that the top that four teams uh, have fully clinched and a fifth team has almost fully clinched. So I agree with that. The top four teams have clinched. Okay, so that's uh, you, me, uh, Yoni, and. Is that Hudson? It is Hudson. Now, you okay. have actually mathematically clinched. Yes. Lamb Chop and I have clinched by point diff, unless, like, some crazy shit happens. I, I think at least some of you have also mathematically clinched, given the matchups, but I'm too lazy to actually... No, that, that's... I don't think that's that true. But it I think that's. Be. I think that's true. Okay. So, the other team that, according to this website, has a 98.9% chance of making the playoffs... Is Yoni. Is Yoni? Yeah, because th those no. are the top, those are the five teams above five hundred right now. Yes, as Yoni. Yes, you're right. Um, and then the spot that's up for grabs. This gives it's Priest and CB. Yes, Priest is old white people, right? Yeah. So this gives Priest a seventy-two percent chance, and CB a twelve percent chance, and Lionel nine percent, and Fuse seven, and Noah and Moose, right? Moose? Yep. Noah and Moose, while not technically eliminated, have a 
0.15 and 0.03 chance, not respectively. I like those odds. <laughs> I knew that you would. Um, so, would you like to know your odds of a buy? Well, I, I haven't decided if I'm playing for a buy yet, but please give them to me. Well, currently this gives you a, a uh, 65% chance of getting a buy. It gives me a 67 or 8% chance. And it gives Lamp Chop a 44% chance. Yeah, that makes sense. So how sophisticated is this model you're running them through? Two. Is it, is uh, it, it plugging into our actual players and teams, or are you just inputting records or something? This claims that it runs 10,000 Monte Carlo simulations of each future matchup, given each team's average score and standard deviation from the rest of the So it world. actually plugs I don't, into ESPN. It's getting all of our real data. Yes. Okay. But I just I don't, don't know how well it's actually doing these Monte Carlo simulations. I, who does I, it have? So who does it have as a champion? And I'll tell you how well it's doing. Uh, well, it does. These these are these are playoff odds, and the championship is decided after the playoffs. It doesn't give you the odds of who's going to win the championship. No, it also does uh, power rankings. Uh, it has you in first place in power rankings. That's how I so do power rankings. Probably enjoy that. Yes, it <laughs> it has a uh, it has a very similar formula to your power rankings in that you are in first place. It probably knows I have Antonio Brown. So come on. Um, weekly. Okay, here. So, um, you could do this by weekly record. So, if 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 you played every team every week, you would lead the league with seventy eight wins. Uh, who the fuck is Hoda? Yoni would be just one win behind you with seventy seven, and then uh, Priest and Hudson would be tied, and then I would be a distant fifth. Yeah, you're, you're describing my own metric of expected wins. It's the exact same formula. It's the exact same formula. Yes. Which I've not calculated this week, but I am pretty sure I'm number one. So, yeah, it's, it's Priest. The playoffs, are, I guess, are probably not that interesting. It's Priest and CB for two spots. And they both have hard matchups, because CB plays me this week, so loss. Although he's, he's currently favored by 10. And Priest plays... Oh, Vigo. That's a win. So Priest wins. Well, so hold on. What's what's the full remaining schedule for both of them? So CB goes Narf. Although I've truthfully not decided if I'm going to try this week or not yet. Now, according to this, CB and Lionel have very similar yeah, odds but, of grabbing but, that. But it's below Priest. So CB goes. Yes. CB goes Narf than you. That's a tough matchup. That's very tough because I'm in it. Priest goes Vigo and then Hudson, which the Hudson matchup is. Kind of tough. Um, the Vigo matchup is a Vigo. That is a Vigo. Lionel a gets Vigo. Moose in week 13, and I need to click back to week 12. Lionel goes Hudson Moose. So this, uh, this gives Priest a 17% chance of actually getting up to the 5 seed and a 0.5% chance of snagging the 4 seed. And all Priest wants to do is not lose. That's right. Well, he has a and have a kid. He wants to parent children and not come in twelfth. 
he is almost certainly going to achieve both of those things as of the end of this season. Actually, please, by the way, I'm in D.C. right now, and you still didn't have lunch with me today. Did he know you were in D.C.? He will when he listens to the podcast. Mm, Fair enough. So, Priest, you'll be happy to know that you have a 72% chance of making the playoffs and avoiding mediocrity for good this year and a 100% chance of loving your child more than Narf loves his. Fair. So what did you think of the waiver wire moves? Because it got kind of aggressive this week. Uh, it did. And, you know, for, for, uh, for several weeks now, I've been carrying an extra player who keeps, you know, popping in and out of IR. So I haven't been that involved with the waiver wire. So I, I could have gotten involved this year's, this week, so I actually paid a little more attention. But I don't think I would have gotten any of these guys. You wouldn't so have spent 103 for Jeff Driscoll? 103 for Jeff, Jeff Driscoll. Wasn't there another big one? 55 no. for DK Metcalf. Oh, that was it. That's right. I almost put in... Um, no. DK Metcalf no. is... like That's a decent pickup. I'm surprised he was on waivers. I just I just don't need a wideout because my wideouts are all quite good. That's That was exactly how I... I was surprised to see him. And then when I actually went to put in a claim, I realized I didn't want another wideout. I've been carrying too many wideouts this, this whole year, and I keep not being able to fix it. So I've got an interesting trade on the table right now that I think I'm going to accept, but I, I, may, really? need, I may need your opinion on. Does it involve Hughes? Um, no, it involves Lamb Shop, of all people. Wow. Wow. Now, so this I'm, trying to be look, a... I'm trying to look up who the number two bid was for Jeff Driscoll. How do you do that? So I'm curious if anyone else even bid after LC's 103. Oh, I do see. see yeah, bid here. 31. it was 31. Bid 31. 31. So <laughs> the bid was $72 over. DK Metcalf was one at 55 with a second place of 12. So also an extreme multiple. I mean, look, I I spent, what, like 50-something on Mark Andrews at some point this year, so I shouldn't really talk. You also dropped Hunter Henry for me, which I'm quite appreciative of. I did. I couldn't I couldn't wait. You're so you're welcome. You couldn't keep him on IR all year? Uh, no, because I had someone else on IR, I think. I can't even remember now, but... What a shame. Okay, so so me and me and LC have gone back and forth a few times on this trade. I'm pretty sure I'm going to hit accept before releasing this podcast. Um, Are you going to tell me what the trade is, or are you to. just going to talk around it? So okay, I think so I, I'm pulling up your rosters. That's why I want to know. I know. I think it actually makes both teams better. So my only hesitation is, am I willing to make Lambshop's team better? All right, tell me, tell me the trade. So the trade right now is they're not even super exciting players. DJ Moore for Philip Lindsay. <laughs> I thought you were going to – I thought – hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. I apologize. I thought you were going to describe a trade that mattered. Um, this could DJ shake Moore the balance for... of the league. <laughs> we're talking about so... the two elite teams. All right, so – DJ Moore is currently wideout fifteen in your flex, and you want to pick up Lindsay to replace Austin Eckler. Slash, I actually only have two running backs right now, so I could use some depth. Oh there. yeah, yeah. Um, DJ Moore is really wide receiver fifteen. Is that um, true? Nope, he's eighteen. Got it wrong. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you you were just you you forgot to stop your cell job on Lamb Chop. 
No, it's I, I originally offered him John Brown instead, who is wide receiver 15. So I offered him a better receiver, and he wanted DJ Moore instead. He wanted DJ Moore over John Brown? Yeah. Interesting. I actually, I, I, I would also rather have DJ Moore because he's a consistent like 11 points and John Brown is like 20 or four. Um, hold on. DJ Moore. I would want John Brown. I don't know what he's thinking. That's fine. I, I would give him either one in this deal. This, by the uh, way, is what Lionel lives for in a podcast. He was really empath- like emphatic about that in the alumni game. Uh, oh, no, I take that analysis. back. You don't want John Brown because John Brown has a horrible playoff schedule. That's why you're dumping him. First of all, I get it for- forget John Brown. DJ Moore is the one who is in the active trade. Oh, right. I don't need to start either of them if I have Phil. No, I, okay, or, sorry. I meant that's why Lambshop doesn't want him because he has a terrible playoff schedule. I don't think it's terrible. I think it's just he has New England in week 16, I think. That's the definition of a terrible playoff schedule. Uh, He's Baltimore, Pitt, New yeah. England. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not the best. It's, it's, not, it's not what you want. And it's on the road, 15-16. Um, DJ Moore... Goes at Atlanta, home for Seattle, at Indy. So that's not so bad. Yeah, he's a better schedule. And he's more consistent. And, oh, Lindsay's got a good playoff schedule. Houston, KC, Detroit. I mean, yeah, this trade is good for you. But it's also good for Lamb Chop. That's what I can't decide if I can do it or not. I don't think it's that good for... Lamb chop. He has no wideouts and like six running backs. He has many wideouts. What are you talking about? He has Woods, Jamison Crowder. Yeah, you're right. But they all like they Slayton. Suck. Slayton's going to be better than DJ Moore rest of the rest of season. Not this week, but rest of season. Based on his one week against the Jets. This week he gets Chicago. And then his playoff schedule is Philly, Miami, Redskins. The, the Philly D is playing good right now. I say that seriously. Against, against receivers? Yeah, their secondary's been fine. Uh, okay. I mean, like, for a week and a half it has been. At Philly Week 14, when the Eagles will need to win for the playoffs, I would not consider that an easy matchup. <sighs> Oy. Um, Miami, Washington, fine. We've talked about this trade for too long, given how not important it is. Just make the trade. Really, now. you? I, I didn't think he spent this much time on it at all. I could probably give him a better receiver for Philip Lindsay. I kind of need a running back. Well, if I hit if accept. If you hit accept, then uh, and you're assuming I haven't already... It's a done deal. You just accepted it? Right uh, here on the pod? Who? It's our first live pod trade. I, I haven't. I didn't yet. I was saying if I accept it live, but I think I. You better do it, man. I'm chatting him right now. LC, I can give you a better trade. I don't, first of all, I don't believe you, but I was going to accept it anyway. So I'm. Hold really the like offer. Mark like is about to accept live on the pod. This isn't really happening. We both know it. I do. You want, I will screenshot my Tron chat right now. I have just said exactly what I said. I said. Are, are, are you just pressuring me into accepting a trade because it's not good for me? 
Why would I toy for, with your mental health for the amusement of others? That doesn't sound like something I would do. I don't know what it is you would do anymore. I haven't seen you in like years. Ugh. See, the thing about Lamb Chap is he's often not in Tron Chap, but if you uh, mention his name, he appears right away like a magical being. Okay, he wants me to stall you because he, so we can discuss getting a better receiver. He said stall. Okay, so uh, Narf, let's take your mind off the trade, huh? Uh, I'm how's, literally uh, right on the how's, accept button. How's the wife? How's Lemon? Why don't you bring Libby uh, back? Was that the closest I'm ever going to get to having her on the podcast? I mean, short of actually coming to my house and setting up the studio live, probably. Yes. I would do that. Me and Frogger were going to come in January to New York to hang out with you. You're certainly welcome to. What was the equipment uh, that she was going to make fun of? I have a, a microphone in front of my computer, and that's what she was making fun of. Okay. Like a full-size microphone instead of like a whatever. Why do you have a full-size microphone? To just for shits and giggles. Okay. Oh, man. Here's a problem, uh, Anton. I don't know if I'm going to accept the trade, and I'm out of content, and we're not close to the hour mark, so... Okay, but here's the here's you have to take over. Here's the real problem. Deep on like succession, or I'm gonna just end this pod. I don't know. I don't know. Narf, I can put you out of your misery because Lambchop just pulled the offer. No, he didn't. (laughs) Hit accept. See what happens. I wasn't gonna do it. God, I'm not. If he pulled the offer, I'm not releasing this fucking podcast. (laughs) What would that change? I don't know if I want to accept because if you're just messing with me, then I accept it. And I didn't want to do it anyway. Then I've done it. Uh, it doesn't sound like you have any good options here, Narf. I'll, sur- I'll survive either way. I don't like Philip Lindsay. I don't like this his skin tone. It confuses me. Lambchop says, honestly, I just like that this will make for a funny pod situation. And he doesn't know that he's how right he is in real time. First of all, this is not a funny pod situation. This is life or death serious situation. That's what makes it such a funny pod situation. I don't think Philip Lindsay's good. None of these players is good. DJ Moore is good. Watch it. No, he is. Okay. DJ Moore is going to finish with like 90 and 1,300 yards and one touchdown. If he just scored touchdowns, he'd be a top 10 wideout. Both you and, and Lamb Chop have bench receivers better than DJ Moore. That's how important this trade is. Definitely keep overthinking it, though. To do all right do we have other topics or do we just end the pod and i just live in purgatory uh, on the accept button well the last time we spoke you were gonna win the league i assume you still believe that oh, i've already won the league wow so what what punishment do you choose Pope, i'd be thrilled if you could poke a hole in my team you you know my team is good you and you be, i know me, your team you gave good. me more shit than anyone about the Jameis winston pick yeah it was a really bad pick it wasn't. <laughs> Jameis Winston had ne- had ten negative points last week and still scored twenty. That's how good he can be. He, he can scores, be so good that he scores twenty fantasy points. His, uh, he gets to awesome. thirty positive points every week, and it's just about how many negative points he gets you. Well, it's a good thing that we only count positive points in this league. I'm saying it, the, the upside is there. It, it, um, who do, so who, you know, who do you think is going to win the league? Your team? Without uh, Philip Lindsay or DJ Moore? I don't think I could win this league without either one of those those all-stars. 
Um, no, I'm How's not. How's Baker doing for you? I'm not super confident. I think I've I've done okay, but I've I haven't done what I normally try to do with running backs, and I eventually it's just gonna bite me in the ass. I just don't have the running back depth. So what do you usually try to do with running backs? I I think the last few years I've been I've been trying to invest the most in running back depth as far as bench spots. But this year, I've been carrying too many receivers because I thought that they were a good value, and I would eventually maybe trade one of them. I and, mean, you're currently carrying five running backs, four receivers. I wouldn't say you're carrying a lot of receivers. Well, I got two two on my bench. I think that's a lot in this league to have two receivers on your bench. Uh, you have one on your bench right now, but that's okay. Oh, I'm I guess you're your right. Team. You're starting you're right. Terry McLaughlin. Yeah, that's right. That's that's right. I'm starting John McLaughlin group. Like I'm, I'm looking at your team and I can't figure out what's like. Sure, Cooper and Galladay are, are like a fine receiver duo. Nothing else is good. Uh, that's a very outdated take, Narf, because now Galladay is not good because of the quarterback thing. But the other players are better. Than okay, you so you, you're now down to Amari Cooper, who I still don't actually think is good. He's just putting up numbers this year somehow. Um. You understand that numbers are what counts in fantasy, right? So has Nick Chubb slowed down since Kareem Hunt came back? I haven't actually looked yet. Yeah, kind um, of. I didn't see the numbers for the second game. In the first game, he actually got uh, somehow played a higher snap percentage than his season average with Kareem Hunt playing. They They played them together a lot, and Chubb was actually really awesome on runs with Hunt lead blocking in in those formations so interesting it doesn't look like it'll be terrible he'll just get a few fewer passes a game i hope so the last four um, games he has 20 plus carries so it doesn't seem like it's affecting him there at all it's not um no it's the the far bigger problem is that that offense is not reliable yeah is gal has galde actually been that bad since driscoll came in uh, yeah, his last two games scored 13 points and four points. Yeah. And, I mean, he's had some bad, some other bad games, but it's his, his upside is now severely diminished. So, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, the numbers back it up because your, your team outperforms your expected wins dramatically, but I wouldn't be afraid at all to play. That's, that's just, that's just good matchup management on my part. Like I, I mean, I, I think if, if you remember, I, I, wanted to beat you in the finals and I'd be thrilled if I played your team in the finals. Um, that would be fun. And I guess the real possibility will be on opposite sides of the bracket, right? Oh no, we don't have a bracket. anymore. We don't have a bracket because we choose. Is James I Conner coming that... back? I guess that makes your team a little bit better if he comes back. Um, he was back. He played, but then got pulled from the game because his shoulder hurt too much. So he wasn't even out. It's, he's just banged up. Um, now, if, if we both make the semis, I think I'm just going to call you out in the semis to rob you of the pleasure of beating me in the no, finals. No, don't mess what up my th- flow. It goes Fuse, Lamb Chop, Anton. No, I think that I, I think that I, should, I think that if we both get there, I will call you out in the semis because... Uh, flummoxing you is more important to me than trying to win. First of all, first of all, that implies that you will have the one seed and the choice in this matter. That's true. I will only be making this choice if I'm making this choice. 
Um, I don't think you will be. Okay. I mean, that's totally reasonable. Oh, um, God. So I hit accept and it's not there. <laughs> Waiting for that shoe to drop. Now we can finally end the podcast. We're unable to find the pending transaction you were looking for. Yeah. I just wanted to confirm my mailing address inside the back of your head. Now we can end the podcast, buddy. God damn it, Anton. All right. Anything else? Uh, no, I, I... I'm not playing you any I Taylor feel... songs, by the way. You get no editing. Can I get some Avril? Just no, a little get, Avril? A little skater boy, maybe? Nothing. You get, Come on. You get the miserable sound of your own voice. Don't, don't do that. Don't do me like that. Come on. No, give me skater boy. No, see you later, boy. You have earned none of that. All right. Feel, you can well, record, look, record I, your own intro if you want to. I, I just wanted all the people that came to the alumni thing to know that, that I miss them very much. I feel very confident in my decision not to come, but I, I, I miss your bodies and faces. Okay. So let me give you a better option. Sixers Celtics plus casino in Boston with Yoni. I will do any Boston weekend. That's not ultimate related. So I just named you a weekend. There's no ultimate involved. Yeah. I, we were trying to plan it and I was, and I said I would come. Okay. It's February 1st. I just can't physically throw frisbee. We've established many times over. One, you could never do that. Two, you would not have had to do that. Three, you still could have come and just skipped that part. It sounded like a very sad way to spend a weekend. Fine. Fine, fine, fine. You've ruined... God damn it. If Philip Lindsay matters in this league, I will never podcast again. Uh, no, the, the, the good thing is that I'm currently starting one uh, running back. I need a running back and he's 20 times better than anyone on waivers. Okay. Now, uh, one of us advised you earlier in this podcast to accept the trade when it was available to you. Could, do you remember who, which one of us that was? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Did, you could have just hit the button, buddy. I just, did just one button. button. I just needed more time. This podcast is over. Goodbye, Anton. <laughs> I love you, sweetie. Goodbye. Bye-bye. I miss you all. Bye, Libby. Ah, Thanks for coming on the pod, Libby.